What's up, family? You're now on the stupid cool. Hello, darling. Lola says, can you hear me? <laughs> no, don't be sorry. I don't know what's going on with this act. It's like the more I talk about certain things. Then it starts to act up. Hey. So I feel like that might be the problem. But I'm going to continue to act up because I got time. Yes. <laughs> Ain't no censor on here, sir. <laughs> I got time. And you know, Anchor is based out of New York. So I feel like y'all lucky that I can't get to y'all office right now. Because <laughs> right. I would. Like, the fuck? <laughs> like, y'all trying to censor me right now? Uh-huh. Like, what are we doing? And I had this complication the other day to where we had a whole 80-minute podcast. And it messed up? No way. No, it cut off. Like, they were still <gasps> talking, but they couldn't hear me. And then to try to call them back, they still couldn't hear me. So I'm like, nah, y'all not gonna silence me. Wow. I'm gonna speak up for so my that's kind of how that happened. Um, like, I couldn't hear you anymore. And I'm like, did we go on a break? <laughs> like, but I like, feel like I once we start <laughs> going into certain moments, mm-hmm. they listening. But they can keep listening because we gonna keep talking. Right. Well, the Rona is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's the thing that on YouTube that they're like, if you say Corona, then you're demonetized. It's not really? happening. There's Corona, there's suicide. Like, there's a couple of keywords or trigger words that you no longer can use. Oh, wow. So, I mean, but these are all real words. Like, this is what's happening right now. Mm. So, I don't know. Where the hell did we leave off? We were talking about how the Rona is real. <laughs> uh, so, we still was in uh, Real Stories with Real People. Yes, we were. Alright, let's move along. Because, Rona, you ain't about to worry me. Right. Because I They're know you <laughs> And I'm you probably looking raggedy. You probably got a synthetic wig on <laughs> with them raggedy edges, them stupid baby hairs and things. You know what? Oh my goodness. Well, I know that's what Rona look like. Rona look like she smoked mad cigarettes. <laughs> and I ain't even gonna give it a gender or a sexuality. No. I know you smoking mad cigarettes and just <laughs> looking just as dilapidated as possible. Right. <laughs> I know that. I know that for a fact. Period. I will I, I concur on that. Let's move into breaking beauty. Maybe they'll give us a little, you know, leeway on that. Yeah, a little uplift. We'll see, we'll see. So breaking beauty is uh oil cleanser, lip balm, and men. Not being able to not have haircut. So I'm going to keep this short and I'm going to keep this sweet. Let's do it. So oil cleanser, I love. I have an oil cleanser that 
I have one for my face and one for my hands. Okay. Um, and I'm a double cleanser. So I have I, the... I remember that from your previous podcast. I do yes. remember that. <laughs> yeah. So the double cleanser for the face was a thing. But then I was like, oh, like, you know, I have skin on my hands. So let me, you know, prepare that skin just as well. And that oil, now the oil starts off naturally as an oil. But mm-hmm. then once you add water, it bursts into a froth. And then mm. it's kind of soapy-ish, but not as uh, stripping. And, you know, it gets all of that uh, extra oil, all of those things, that, that dirt, all of that stuff that we deal with. If you're out and about, and even if you're not in about, if you're in a house with an air conditioner or a fan, a heater, right. anything like this is recycled air that we're living in right now. Right. Um, so that double cleansing on the face has now become a double cleansing on the hand. And so I started out initially with the antibiotic soap and then did the oil cleanser on my hand. Okay. Okay. And I was like, actually, let me reverse that and let me do the soapy cleanser first and then do the oil so I can leave my hand with, you know, at least a little bit of lasting moisture. Right. Uh, so that's been kind of fun to experiment with. Um, lip balm, yeah, for me has not been a thing, which has well, now is become a thing. It is a, it is a regime for me because, um, as you know, I have a whole lot of lip, and <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's like you have to pick a struggle. You either have big lips that are moist. Or you can have big lips that are jacked. So I'm just gonna pick the big lip struggle, but I can't. I gotta have the moisture. So yeah, it's like a a, a regime for me to definitely have some lip balm going on. No, I love it, and I because my lips have been so dry. Mm-hmm. Just because I haven't really been doing anything with them, I keep a little capsule of olive oil mm. in my cabinet. So, you know, okay. when I put on my deodorant, my eye cream, my this, my that, and we'll get into that order in another day. Right. You know, I'm like, let me put a little something on my lips because I feel like I ain't going nowhere. A lot of our routine is like, I'm not going nowhere. Right. But then eventually we will be going somewhere. So, you know, mm-hmm. take care of that shit. Take care of I that feel shit. Like, I feel like when we all step out, we're going to have this luminous glowy phenomenal skin because it's like (laughs) me too like I've been like doing some new things with my skin um like to change it and you can just see like a difference in like Mm -hmm. the clothes and then too like um like makeup because you know I've been wearing less and less and less even more or less so makeup and it's like because my skin now has this natural glow to it so yeah um but i've never thought to use a olive oil and that's one of the big biggest things with big lips is i feel like i'm constantly having to put something on them to keep them moist it's like it just like it just soaks up yeah it just like I never even touched it so I might have I'm gonna try the olive oil and 
It's a thing. And you think see if that helps me like to retain some moisture. So maybe if I even though I still might need the lip balm, maybe I won't need as much and um so frequently. So I will have to um check that out and I'll follow up with you on that. And layer it and have fun with it. Layer your lip balm first. Okay. Do the oil. Do the oil, layer lip balm. You know, see what works for you. Everybody's uh, water intake is different. And essentially, that's what it boils down to. Do you do a lip scrub? Yes. So, I don't have access to a lip scrub right now. Mm-hmm. Um, But I have some sugar, which I don't really use for, you know, cooking purposes. Right. A little bit of sugar, a little bit of honey, a little bit of olive oil. And I mix it in a small little vat. And that's what I scrub my lips with. Okay, I'm going to do that too. I'm going to try that. <laughs> but yeah. I also, and if you ain't um... got that, you got a warm rag. Warm that mm-hmm. rag up and just rub across them lips and moisturize them. Oh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to... I might have to post, send you some um, before and afters. <laughs> Let me know. So you can know. see, see, because uh, I'm just going to steal that little beauty tip. Mm, yeah, I, that breaking beauty right there. Yes, it's going to help me out. So now we're going to slide into the last. Um, <laughs> this one is the funniest to me. I'm going to let you introduce it. Okay, and this one is about men not being able to get haircuts. And I find this to be hilarious um, because for the simple fact that we hear so many men like, embrace your natural beauty. Embrace yourself. You don't need, you know, to get your hair, your fake nails, or your lashes. Just embrace your natural beauty. But see, now that that Samson coming out, you know, now, hey. now that that woolly mammoth growing on up out of there, like, it's hey, just now here so we are. funny. Yes, but now mm-hmm. see the men posting about needing to have their hair cut just like we would normally see women saying hey I really want to get my hair done this and this and that so it's it's and some of them are like even going to like extreme measures um I don't know if you see I've seen a little article about a lady who reported um it was some fast food chain and I can't think of it it's not a common one that you know we all no, but she had called and reported because she saw someone inside getting a haircut while she was sitting there trying to place an order. Was so, that Karen? I think it was very much so Karen. I th- <laughs> you know, I had I read Karen the other night. Did you? I read her for points. <laughs> and Karen can go male to female. <laughs> We'll call you uh, Jeff, maybe. Because right? <laughs> y'all stay minding every other piece of business other than your own. Exactly. Exactly. And then I'm thinking, I was like, well, it wasn't them getting your food. You know, I'm thinking, it's like, it's not like they were cutting hair over your food. You know, desperate times call for desert measures. But, you know, like, if mm-hmm. I'm on a clock 
and there's some of us in there, and one person holding it down, you know, and my homeboy I work with cuts hair. Right. Why not? Why not? Right. Let's just shake me up in the back, you know? That's your business. But I guess Karen or Jeff, I guess they did not approve. So what are your like what are your thoughts about um seeing the men and their um them freaking out or trying to oh I've seen a couple trying to cut their hair on their own for the first time and mm, some did okay and I've seen some mm-mm, where some people just I have a few friends who just went completely bald. Um, so what do you, what have you been seeing and what are your thoughts on that? So first of all, I have a roommate and Ooh. my roommate has been fairly lucky that I'm here and I'm a barber. So he has literally gone without a haircut, none through these times of peril. <laughs> so he's lucky. Um, but And it's funny because even though I'm capable, and that's actually how I started off in the barber world, was, you know, shaping my own beard up and Mm -hmm. doing all of that. I ain't done nothing for myself. Really? I did cut the length of my beard down just because I wanted to be able to wash it and get all that. Because, you know, bacteria is bacteria and it lives in hair. Right. So I've cut the length of my beard, but as far as like shaping it up and all of that, I'm like, I'm in the house. I'm good with myself. Like I love me. Um, and if you see me on FaceTime and and it's been fun seeing people on FaceTime with me and they're like, I ain't never seen your face real grown out like this. Hey, <laughs> like, well you gonna see it for this. Right. Um but it's funny because now the tables are turned and there's a lot of times that men always want to direct or redirect women as to how they should look and how they should feel. And no, stop. Right. Stop. Because now you're in that moment. Now you're not necessarily wearing on lace front or no braids or Nothing like that, but you know how it feels to be like, okay, this is not what I'm used to looking like. Right. And it's about what makes you feel good. And you, you know, like, yeah. and that's why women somewhere lace fronts or somewhere, you know, whatever. Yeah. However, and you, know, you wear it's whatever it because you're protecting your hair. Yeah. You're wearing it because you may not have no hair. You may have, you know, went through chemo. And, right. You know, I'm wearing this because this makes me feel like I felt like in 1976 or so you just never know what a person is going through. Right. And for people to be so judgmental and I say men in particular, mm-hmm. it's like now you know what it feels like yes. to a certain degree. You can never know what it feels like if you haven't gone through chemo or alopecia. Oh, or, for sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was like, now let's talk about that. So what did that feel like to you? And I'm going to get, I'm going to find me a couple of men. And I got a couple on deck. Yes. I always be they very scared to get on. To hear that. Why are they scared to get on? Hey, because they, as much as they was forcing y'all to be natural, they not ready for that. That's true too. They they could they could do shit, but they couldn't take they can't take it, right? They couldn't take it. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Like, stay in your lane. Look. And mind your mind the business that pays you. Okay. Cause you got with me, and I say me, 
speaking from, you know, however I was looking. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to speak actually in particular. There was a young man that I was talking to when I was up here. Mm-hmm. Not when I was up here. Since I've been up here. This was some years ago. Okay. And you know I love my glam. I love to look cute. I love to have my mascara, my eyelashes to the ceiling, my lips looking extra frosty. Yes. Not too frosty. Just very like slightly matte with a bit of moisture attached to them. Mm-hmm. And you know, all of that. And he's like, you know, so if we're going to be together, then I need you to look like this all the time. Sir. <laughs> sir. Sir. What? That's not going to happen. No. It's not going to happen. Not and I'm preparing all. a photo shoot so people can see me in my element. Yes. Because it's like, at this point in time, I want to relate to the people because I am the people. Okay. I done been with and I done been without. And for you to think that I'm going to conform to what you want me to look like. Right. It's not going to happen. That is so crazy. And I thank God for the forces that were around me growing up. Yes. My childhood wasn't perfect. Much like everybody else. Likewise. But I'm glad that I was surrounded by love. Yes. They're like, okay, you're doing this, you're doing that. That's what y'all, that's your vibe. Okay, all right, we still love you. Mm-hmm. And my heart bleeds for people that don't have that. Um, but for at this moment, sir, that's not about to happen. Because if he was laying next to me right now. Oh, he need bopped in the eye. <laughs> it would have been a ride. And I can ins- you know, he'd probably be all upside beside himself because I know you're it like, look. I don't get it. I got my sweatshirt inside out. I got my little jogging pants. They got a hole in them. I got Mitch my socks on. And that's okay, though. Like, you know, like that. Yeah, is- and I feel good. I'm yes. comfortable. Yes. I'm comfortable. Do you? But then my thing is, what you want to eat? You hungry? I'm going to make you something to yes. eat. Yes. Right? Yes. So, and, and I guess um, because where I start, where, okay. Because a lot of people don't know who I am or my background, but I used to do mm-hmm. um, promotions, marketing, advertising, even broadcasting. I used to be on the radio. And it was like mm-hmm. in, we talking many moons ago, honey. Many moons. Um, but, we go back many moons. <laughs> but at that time, it was like I had to always be on. Like I had to right. always have my hair done always have my makeup done i Mm -hmm. always had to be dressed nice be in heels be you know Mm because like you never knew who you were gonna run into you never knew well then too my schedule was very very hectic um so you Mm -hmm. never really knew um just moving from and this was be a preacher yes this is before the child but you know like this is just running around having to be everywhere um all the time and it's like from one place to another to another and not being able to change quickly but at the same time like you can never look flustered you could never look 
You know what I'm saying? It's like you always had to be on ten. And when, like, a lot of and I constantly. One of the words we use is frowsy. Yes, frowsy. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. I'm gonna have to use that other word. That's another word for my day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Anyway, that's not. The yeah, word. but um. But when I left, like, I, I just kind of, like, just one day I woke up and I was like, I'm done. Like, I was done. And the reason I stopped was because I was at the grocery store with my grandmother. Because, I you know, take her. Well, then I take her. But now I just do it for her. Um, mm-hmm. And I was with Madison, which is my oldest daughter. Mm-hmm. I was with her. And, you know, I'm just dressed down. I had, like, a ball cap on, my ponytail hanging out the back, <laughs> some sneakers, and people were still coming up to me, asking me questions and um, everything. And it was calling me by my radio name. And my grandma was like, what? Because my grandma knew nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that part, right, 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 you know, right. she was not a part of. So she was like, what are they calling you? What? Like, she was so taken back. But at the same time, too, I was like, I was taken back because I'm like, I'm just trying to be who I am. I'm just trying to be comfortable in my element, just doing an everyday activity. And I can't get no peace. Like, I can't get no space. I can't get no anything. And I realized that every day I was putting on those heels and getting my hair and make sure my makeup was done and spending all this money to have these nice clothes because I would have to be, you know, in these venues and things like that. I was like, I was conforming to what they wanted me to be. I was not being who I genuinely was. And so mm-hmm. I had to take a step back. And my, when I took a step back, you know, I kind of got the questions and stuff. And that's what made me just decide to stop because I felt like, well, you guys have seen me for years like this. You know who I am. You know what I'm capable of. But it's like when I didn't perform, I always say perform now, when I didn't perform or I didn't put on that facade, then how people treated me was different. You know, I'm just like, then that's not for me. So I just completely walked away from that. And I've just been living in my truth, being in my element. Um, I am a tomboy by nature, quote unquote. I call myself a cute tomboy. I'm a cute tomboy in nature. I love my sneakers. I love my hair pullback most times. I like wearing hats. I like jeans. You know, I might wear a dress every now and then. I might look a little dialed up every now and then, but that's not my norm. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. I, love I it. get it. And I love because this now at this point in life, we are now creating our own norm. Yes. Like you said, we're creating moments. And for me personally, you are not allowed, and I'm not saying you personally, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying in general, you are not allowed to create an emotion for me. Mm-mm. You don't get to tell me Mm-mm. how I feel. You don't get to tell me how I'm going right. to move. Like, everything has to be as calculated as you coming up right. to me. Because you calculated in that moment. And you came to me for a reason. Right. And I need to know what it is. And I'll figure it out. But if I don't feel like the shit is right, oh, yes. then I yes. can move along. Yes. 
Yeah. And I need to be okay with that. And being in New York, and you don't been in some big yes, circles. Yes, I have. You don't been in some big circles. So you already know it's like, all right, okay. Yeah. You did that. Congratulations. Yes. But whatever. Like, that doesn't mean anything. Like, you literally lost yourself. Yes. And I know so many people that have lost themselves. It's, it's crazy because you have, and then too, you see like um kids these days or you know the younger generation like they strive to want to be on that platform they want to be you know like the tiktok and stuff they want to go viral they want to do this and that and i'm like i've been there you don't it's not even that you don't want it i don't like the way their mentality and things are you couldn't handle it that's why you see so many young people that are like Okay, so wait, before we yes. go into this, we might as well come on out of that real stories with real people, that breaking beauty, and let's go into a teaspoon okay, of pop let's culture. Go ahead. And, and let's shoot right into, I'm going to skip a couple of okay. stages, and let's go into Toya, Toya Wright and Reginae okay. Carter. And as a mother yes. of two beautiful Thank women... You. When we talk about grooming women, now I had a problem with Regine mm-hmm. a while ago. Now I'm the person on social media. I'm not really going back and forth with people, right. with, you know, celebrities or just anybody. Right. Period. But well, I won't say that. You know, if it's somebody close to me that I can have that beef with, <laughs> I might. It's also inboxy, right? Um. But looking at how Regine has grown, and I literally was over her when she was on. Um, growing up, what was that? Not loving hip hop. Growing mm-hmm. up, hip hop. I was like, oh my gosh, she is so spoiled. Like, what are they doing? Like, you know, going in, going in, going in. But then to see her present day, again, we're allowing people to grow. Mm-hmm. Because I was allowed to grow behind the scenes. She's going on camera in front of the scenes. Yes, on camera. But seeing her growth is like, wow. Like, but then seeing the bit bit of envelopment that her mother has wrapped around her and possibly her father. I haven't heard her father speak on it. So I can't speak on that. But just seeing the bit of envelopment that she's endured, and I'm like, girl, you are going to be great. You are going to be great. And I don't know, did you see the whole little situation? What was that young man's name? I did not. I did not see that. It wasn't YBA young boy. That's another Mm -hmm. young man we need to talk about. Yeah. We actually No, we don't. That's a whole (laughs) that's a whole segment start to finish on his own. (laughs) There's so many components to that. Oh my goodness. Um, I don't know. Uh I'll be honest, I don't know who the gentleman's name is. Um I'm really not too familiar with, with the story or the background. Um but I've I've heard bits and pieces over some time about it, but I haven't been a very consistent follower. So feel me. His name is YFN Lucci. Yes, Lucci. Ah, how did I forget? Actually, 
Nothing. You name one of his I songs. I cannot. I have a friend named Lucci. And neither can I. But I don't. I remember now. But no, I. But we know resume. Yes, we do know resume. And I think my point is that women, y'all, and I'm saying y'all again. I'm not speaking to you. Yes, I know. But women need to start recognizing that a lot of times you are the yes. Because a lot of women, and I speak to women of color, y'all tend to dumb Man, down. Listen. Okay. Y'all tend to they, dumb down with a nigga because he got that good. You know, it ain't enough. Wood. That ain't enough for me. He got this. <laughs> so I need y'all to stop doing that. Please stop doing that. And uh, please, please, it puts, please, please. It puts and, women like me in a difficult situation because then they don't know how to undertake or understand or process when that doesn't work for us. And some men right. um, as a yes, because some men feel like that as long as they do that or as long as they're providing that, that is enough to get them whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when you're like, mm-hmm. that ain't mm-hmm. enough, what else you got? And you're asking for other things like um, emotional support, um, mental support, um, just some, mm-hmm. even just common courtesy, some compassion, a little bit mm-hmm. of empathy, like things, you know what I'm saying? Like just to be open yeah, the door for me. Genuine. We ratchet. We want Applebee's or yes, Outback. They just, they, they look at you open like you got two heads. Like what? Like, what do you mean? Like, what is that? And it's like, and then honestly, some of them can't give it to you because they've never experienced it or they've never had to. So you're just like, you're not, you're a waste for me. Like, you might be good for that, for them, but, you know, I got a shower head that works just fine. Like, you know, I'm good. Like, I really don't need that. You know, so (laughs) what else you got? You know? You know what's funny? (laughs) Is my mother growing up? We would be going to different department stores, restaurants, this, that, and the third. And my mother, she would literally stand at the door. And she would be looking around, looking at us. We and three wait. boys. Mm-hmm. Hey, somebody about to open right. this up. So now when I deal with women, even though I don't deal with women sexually or, you know, mm-hmm. anything like that, like I have still have a great respect for women because that's right. Absolutely. So I ain't never about to disrespect okay. that woman. But it's like, those are the lessons that young men need right now. They need that. Like, you need to respect. And if you don't respect your mama, listen, I ain't got no hope. Listen. Why I am single because I literally was dating someone and they sent me a text and they said this B must be crazy and I'm thinking like who somebody somebody said something baby listen when he texts back and said my mom oh uh, that was the end of that because it's like that's your mother and if you don't have no respect for your mother then you could never have no respect for me and you know, I lost my mom not too long ago, and I could never like my 
And my mom, uh, honestly, was not in my life growing up. She didn't come back into my life until I was a senior in high school. And... um, How did that feel for you? Well, luckily, I had a great dad who uh, raised me. Now, it wasn't, like, the best, because you got to think, a girl being raised by her dad, you know, it's a little rocky. Hair ain't right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Makeup ain't right. You know. Uh, But he kept me involved. Like, I played a lot of... That's probably why I'm, like, a lot of really... I call myself a pretty tomboy. It's because I was really into, like, sports. And, you know, look, you gotta do that. Taking us back to... Taking us back to real stories and real people. You gotta gotta make sure you wash some hands now. (laughs) And they might have heard me take right. a little Right, so uh, what it is. But no, it was it was good. It was a good. It was good. Um, I I never really felt like I was missing anything because my dad made sure I never had to. Like I didn't feel like I was like I knew I didn't have my mom, but I wasn't like hurt or feeling like I was missing something because my dad did provide, and it was great. Um, but when she came back around, you know, it was like, to me, it's like she never left. You know, it was like she's been there since day right, one. Right, 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 right. And I took care of my mom up until the day that she passed. And it's like she would live with me and everything. And some people, when I tell them, you know, that story, and they're like, how? Like, she just walked away and she, you didn't hear from her. You didn't talk. And I was like, because that's my mom. Like, she gave me life. It, I don't care what she did right, after right, that right, point. Right. She gave me life. And honestly, um, you know, she was young when she had me and my brother. And it's like, I felt she probably did what she thought was best because I would have rather her left us with our dad than to have had us out there doing whatever, mm-hmm. what, whatever she was doing. You know what I mean? So. Because hey, that could have been a number yeah, of Yeah, so you kind of have to respect her decisions in that. But at the end of the day, when my mom came back in my life and then I had my children, what I didn't get with my mom, they got with my mom. So I never even asked her where was she, why, because I didn't care. Didn't matter because she was here now. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. when I see young people disrespecting their parents or, you know what I mean? Like just not having those traditional morals and values um, or like mm-hmm. we were talking about a second ago, like not letting us inst- try to instill that in them because they think they know everything. They don't want to listen to us or take advice from us. It's just kind of like, mm-hmm. it just makes me like cringe a little bit because it's like, we're doomed because you got to think, these are the people who are going to be taking care of us when we're older. And I'm just like, uh-huh. oh my gosh. I'm so doomed. let me ask you this. <laughs> I know you speak of your brother. Yeah, my brother. And oftentimes, we always talk about the women and the little girls Mm -hmm. and how they feel. But oftentimes, we skip over the Mm -hmm. young men. And so, how was that for your... And I know you can't speak for your Well, we've talked about it. And honestly, um, he, he was the same way. Like, if she needed anything or wanted for anything... You know, he came. 
and he provided and he did what he could um, when he could. And is there any bit of uh, what is this relationship like with other women? Um, well, he's single now. He doesn't make the best choices, I don't think. <laughs> I feel like he's he's my brother is kind of like he calls me his mom, his his younger mom. But uh, we are very similar in some ways. He's an Aquarius. I'm a Cancer, and we don't we don't make the best choices when it comes to dating sometimes but I'll figure I think that I have better selections than he does but um no, I get it we've all had those faulty yes. selections so if y'all judge anybody <laughs> on this podcast judge yourself yes but um I feel like his he is taken advantage of because he has mm. a big heart. He would give you, I mean, he literally has given people like his last dollar, even though he really needed it. Um, he's helped take people in off of the streets and give them a place to stay, um, help people with their kids or help people find jobs. You know, he, but he has really been taken advantage of by these women. And I just disgusts me when he calls me and tells me some of these things. Cause you know, me being his sister, you know, you want to go over there and put your hands on somebody, you know, but, <laughs> but you can't do that. Like you, I have had to, you know, back in the day, I must admit, I used to probably be like that, but as I've got, Yes, but as I've gotten older and more mature, I've allowed him to make those mistakes. I just give advice um, and I let that be his choice. Like, here's my recommendation. Here's what I would do in that situation. But at the end of the day, it's your choice and I support whatever decision, you know, that you choose to do. And he's actually had to... um, fall quite a few times before he really hit his head hard enough to be like, okay, I'm done with this. And he's been, ever since he's been on his own, raising his son on his own, and he's been doing great. So my brother, he he is, uh, let's see here, he just turned 39. Uh, Cool, 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 cool. You know, we age a lot we age at a <laughs> slowly rapid age, but that's not my point. So one of my points that I want you to start to practice, and this is something okay. I've been practicing, and this is something that I want us all to practice, is when somebody calls you and they start to get the vent in and going in and because I'm that friend that's like, fuck them, you know, not, 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 not. <laughs> But it's like, yes. you know what, let me pull back. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, friend, do you want me to give you a piece of advice? Or do you want me to just listen? Mm. Yes, that makes Does a that lot make of sense? sense. That makes a lot of sense. Because a lot of times we start inserting our advice and then it all becomes mm-hmm. very defensive. And nobody's mm-hmm. listening to anybody. Now, I have to be in a space mentally right. to listen. 
to shut my mouth up. So you might have to catch me at the right time. Because, you know, everybody's going through their own shit. And you might catch me at the right time. You might not. Um, but that's one of the things that I've been practicing. And this was before the pandemic. But being that we're, like, literally submerged in this, it's like, I had a sabbatical mm-hmm. yesterday to where I was verbally sabbatical and I didn't necessarily verbally want to talk to anybody if you text me I would text you back if you tag me on something I might have responded or you know I was just in a space where Mm -hmm. I wanted to do what I wanted to do I want to move (laughs) so it's like and people kind of tend to start to take it personal and even hitting people up talking about the podcast, like, you know, where are you at right now? Is this something that you want to do? Because if not, right, right. I get it. I it's get it. A... I get it. And we can yeah. reconvene. It's just a change, change, a big change. But speaking of change, that uh... we literally have not gotten to the season on the pop culture. Well, are you going to? We did. We talked about Regine and Toya, but now that we're talking about changes and things like that, I think that was just a good segue into the next um, about Lisa Ray. Um, how she feels about, yeah, Lisa how she Ray called out the Kardashians, and she feels like they are changing women's bodies. Like, they're influence mm-hmm. on what the women's body should be and what it is supposed mm-hmm. to be I mean she she kind of put it out there like that's that's not okay that's not yeah. that's not realistic it's not no. and you know Elisa Ray you know she get all natural okay <laughs> period and I have a couple mm-hmm. of views on that. One, Lisa Ray, she's a jewel. She yes. should be protected at all costs. Now, she's had her moments, much like we all have. So, I dare mm-hmm. not judge her on that. Um, but when she said what she said, it started to make me think, like, okay, the Kardashians, um, and mm. Kim in particular, Kim in particular, because she was the catalyst when it comes to Kardashian brand. And she did what she did, and fortunately and unfortunately, that's my legal sister. But (laughs) that's another conversation. So she did what she did, conformed her body, did what she did, Courtney, Chloe, maybe not so much Courtney. Courtney, I feel like I relate to her a little bit more. She seems like to be the little more one with a little more right, like everyday sense. Like y'all getting too caught up into this media. Like I just want to raise my family. Now the way her cheer and talk to her, <laughs> that's another conversation too. Um, but there's also that piece that we need to talk about the yeah. doctors 
because the doctors are mm-hmm. perfecting their craft. And I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. There are some doctors that are performing some yes. very healthy surgeries yes. within the United States. I haven't heard too many stories in the United States, but it's when y'all start going to Thailand, the Dominican Republic. You know, if you want to get your body done, girl, I don't got no problem with that. I want a little extra booty too. I want it to be proportionate though. I I, don't want to look like I don't even like it. Just baffles me. Like who would? Because I don't have that. I don't have that. But yet, I don't have a desire for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, I don't know. I don't got a donk. I got a do. I'm still working on the EMK. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you can still work some shit. Like, if you need to throw yes. it back, like, you, you know, I got a little something, but I'm, but I'm okay with that. Um, Because I couldn't imagine. I'm I'm top heavy. And I hate lugging that around. So I couldn't imagine having that behind me lugging me around. Like I just I don't I just can't imagine. I don't I can't even see why anyone would want that. Is it just more for the vis I guess my thoughts are is it more for a visual effect? Yes, you think back in that Melissa Ford day where women and yeah. that was your day as well, my day where women yes. they were stacked naturally and where they were stacked in this category or that category, yes. they sold that category and not yes. only sold it but got paid for it and mm-hmm. wasn't doing no stupid shit, no freaky shit right, like, okay, <laughs> run me my money run me my money them coins. run that but to where now they like, they Compromising their bodies, and then stop not yes. even pay for it. Like, so it's weird to me, and it's weird because, and it makes me sad. It really makes me sad to think that because you name one man that has compromised his body, one black man that has compromised his body doing the chest implants, the booty implants, the nut implants. I know of none. And so, why do we continually make women, black women, feel like this is what they need to do? Or why do they continually make them feel like that's That's what they need to do? Like, no, stop. Y'all been the queens, like. Y'all been the fucking queens. Y'all have been the blueprint. Well, I feel like they are the blueprint still because those hips and things that they get in and them injections that don't come from the that stimulates from us. Like so it's like we're still the blueprint. Now some of us, I guess, have more print than others, but Right. Like Adolf, we get into the, the Spanish culture and we start yeah, talking about the Dominican them. Republic. Yeah, and, okay. You know, all of them joints. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired. But speaking of tired, 
Let me I'm let tired. me let me put a little bit more, a little, another dash of pop culture on there. But speaking of tired, uh-huh. I don't know if it's just me. If it's just me. Yeah, get sit on up. Sit up but this relationship I'm about to mention to me, I just can't fathom it. I can't wrap my head around it. But at the same time, too. I felt like I would be bored. Is <laughs> it Tommy Braxton? Uh, baby boy? No. no, it's Is actually it? uh, okay. Tiffany Haddish in common. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I'm. La, 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 la. So there's the rumor that them two are dating, and I'm like, what? Like this, this, I felt like I was back in that Paula Abdul video with the cat because opposites attract. No, I remember that video. <laughs> because this, these are like two, like I see them on two different ends of a spectrum. And then on top of that, they're not even on the same spectrum. Like they're two different opposites of two different spectrums. So for them to be in a relationship, I'm like, that is, that's beyond the opposites attract. And it's just like, how? But then Paula said, "Yeah, Paula do, and she had that cat. Thing, right? You know, the the cat that was dancing." Mm-hmm. 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 So that. yeah, so I, so I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they could be friends. They could be cool. Mm. Tiffany, <laughs> I feel like she's giving me kind of like Lucy Goosey right a fan. now. Like I mean. Like okay, like she, she yes, I, I love, do love her, story. her story. Um, I think I, she's had some yeah. good moments, but I felt like it became some like oversaturation of Tiffany Haddish, I guess, because she just wasn't that comedian that where you could. She wasn't no Dave Chappelle. She wasn't a Kevin Hart. She wasn't a Cat Williams, you know what I mean? No. She wasn't. She wasn't. Now, why do you compare? I know, her to me? but I said, but I said, she's a, she wasn't a, a Monique. She wasn't a s'more. You know, it's like, like I just don't, now, I don't see her as, like you know, like seeing her in something where you can can see her back to back to back, and you wouldn't get a, you wouldn't get tired of her. Because when I felt like she did um, night school and then she did um... <laughs> I didn't see and I had no answers. Well, she she did girls, the next she did movie? girls Trip. She did Girls Trip. Hold I on one second. You. I'm sorry. Um, she did Girls Trip and go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, she did um, what else was it? She did that Cartoon movie, Life, Pets Life, or whatever, whatever. Okay, well, even though she was a cartoon character, she was still a cartoon character, but even still, her voice, her voice drove me, her voice drove me nuts. Because it was just like, it was just like too much. It It was just way too much. And so, do you feel that about same who? way about Cardi B? 
No, I don't. I actually like Cardi. I actually from like Cardi B. Cardi B, I would love yeah, I, I do like Cardi B. I really do. Um, and they both kind of came from the same. We won't, you know, relate those struggles and all of that. But it's like, eh. Cardi, I feel like a little more right. relatable to Cardi. Like, my little bit of ratchet side just really relates to Cardi, like. Right. And it is what it is. Now that's my saying, baby I girl. Do. I'm proud of her. Black woman, you doing your thing. I think she's doing <laughs> Excuse great. Me. I think she's doing, she's doing your thing. No, she is. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see how Tiffany and Common do. How they go with it, but I'm still, I'm still on the fence. Yeah, because we, yeah, but we know common yeah. track records, so yeah, you know. we'll go back and forth. We'll wait, and we will see. We will wait, and we will see. What do you have for the people? Because we've gone through all of our conversations. What do you have to, for the people that you want the people to know? Oh, about me? About you. I am a yes. work in progress. I don't know it all, but I am willing mm-hmm. to figure it out. You know, and right now, um, I'm just yeah, yeah and I'm just on That's a the vibe. wonderful journey in this thing called life. Uh, trying to get myself back on track with discovering who I am. And, and don't say trying. Say getting myself, myself back. back. It's, look, it's been a struggle, okay? <laughs> Woo, baby, it's been a struggle to get to get there. But at the same time, I can't say I've never stopped. I might have stumbled back a couple of steps, but I, my feet's still moving. You know what I mean? It's like it's playing football. You know, mm-hmm. and they trying to stop you. Like, yeah, they might be pushing you back a few yards, but your feet still moving because you're trying to get the little bit of little bit of yardage back. That's where I'm at right now. So, um, but overall, you will probably uh, see me that. popping up here, there, on um, on the stoop with Coop, as well as on uh, other platforms of yours like Instagram, because I comment on. Almost everything. I do add. Well, thank you. I send out tweets and um, have other people join the podcast. Yes, we do. Do we We follow each other on Twitter? We have for quite some time. Yeah, and um, and just so too, if like there's other people who are on the who have been on the podcast. Or people who potentially may be coming on the podcast. I tend to follow all of your guests. Because I really connect with everyone you've had on here. And I love their stories and everything like that. So don't think I'm just this weird person. (laughs) Like, who is this weird person? But I do. I let it be known. It's like, hey, I heard you on the stoop with Coop. 
And I really liked what I heard. And sometimes I can kind of intercept it. Yes. Like, oh, y'all can act this. And I might have that yes. moment. I don't always get there. So overall, I'm yeah, I'm just a work in progress. And, um, you know, just As we all are. getting myself back on track. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I can't mm. honestly say that I am looking forward to um, yeah. seeing where this journey takes me. I'm looking forward to seeing where this journey takes all of us since we're all in a category of one at the moment. And... Hey, the category. Yes. Social distancing. <laughs> and it's funny because it's like I'm really not struggling with it because I social distance a lot. So I'm kind of like, no, that's my thing. Like, like hey, why are you touching? You know, or even just staying home because I really don't go out. I know, I know, I probably sound boring right now, but I really don't go out. I like to travel though. I go out when I travel. Um, but. Yeah, so if it's like if I'm going like out, travel, I'm travel. going out, out like out of the state, <laughs> out of the country. <laughs> hey, and I gotta uh, what's your name that I need? Who? Oh, me a meal. Oh, okay. I I'm not gonna shut them out right now. I'm not gonna do that to them. I'm not. So I'm gonna see how they play this thing out. Um, but they kind of messed up my meal the other day. Um, and they were very responsive and very attentive. So I'm like, okay, all right, okay, okay, all right, all right. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how it plays out. And talking to the head chef, he's like, you know, I'm not from New York, but you know, I want you to come through and try this and try that and do this and do that. Not right now. We not. So we'll see. I'm gonna circle we'll back see. around with we'll you see. on that because I want to know: Did they follow through, and how the end worked out for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might walk up to that joint. I may walk because I literally have not been I've, on the train. I've never. You know, when I've come to New York, I've yet to be on it at all. I've never been on it. I need no, to. I need, I, I thought about it my very first time, and I was mm-hmm. like to walk down two steps, and then I ran back like no, because all I could picture was that video on YouTube with the mouse running up on the guy who was sleeping. And I'm like, oh no, no well, 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 that's the <laughs> thing. Now, do they run up on you? But like you know that? the video I'm talking no. about. Where he, they don't yes, want to no. feel like and that. that thing, it, and it wasn't yes. even a mouse. That thing was like a kid. And that would have stressed me. <laughs> it was big. No, yes, that so that's me all out. I could think about. So I was like, nope, I'm not I, going. But I do want to. I do want to do that. I also need to come. Um, I'm a huge baseball fan. I do want to catch a Yankees game. Uh, when I come back out there. Uh, everything. Everybody said, y'all gonna have to introduce him with that Yankee shit. <laughs> I want a hot dog or two. I want a couple of beers. Really? That, it's a whole vibe. 
I don't know. I love baseball. I'm gonna be walking around the stadium talking to people. I might have. I might have to. I might have to. You know, get you him. It's it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. I like. I love baseball. It's my number one. Football is my number two. Basketball. I can deal without basketball. Nah, just give me my hot dog front row with that mustard and a well, little bit of hot sauce. We'll time. make that happen then. We will have to make that oh, happen yeah. then when I come back to New York. So, um, since my trip to Nicaragua, what'd you say? And tell my, uh-uh, tell my homeboy what's okay, up. Okay, I you will. I will. I will. Uh, actually... I talked talk to him a couple good. days ago. He's doing pretty good. Um, so, yeah. So, good, I was good, just like, I'm going to touch good, base good. with you. But he's, he's doing pretty good. So, but I will I will definitely tell him, let him know you said what's up. Uh, I would love to come back out, uh, I want to say in July now, because my trip to Nicaragua got canceled. So, I'm hoping. No, you have yes. no like international so trips. Because I sponsor a child in Nicaragua, and go see him for the very first time mm. because he wrote me and it asked. It said like, "What do you want to do when you grow up?" And the first thing he said was, "Meet my sponsor." So I had planned and saved up for this trip to Nicaragua so I can meet him finally. Uh, I've been sponsoring him since he was five. He's nine now, so. Wow. So let's talk about that soon. Is it what? I don't know. Like, is it a fraud? We need to no, talk about that soon. Like, no, it it's through Compassions International. No. No. <laughs> no, it's through Compassions. Yeah, it's through Compassions International. Um, it, everything is legit. Like, you get tax return statements and all that stuff. Like, yeah, it's it's legit. Like some of them that are out there are really bad, but this one is really good. Um, and I've actually set got set up through that through Crossroads. So yeah, it's legit. It's legit. All right. So I know I need to run anything dealing with that because you know in this yes. moment of peril, we want to help. We want help. We want help. So I'm gonna hit you up tomorrow. Is Friday. What's today? What's mm-hmm. tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow. Okay. Uh, so okay. And you know, I'm still connected. I do a lot of volunteer work. So uh, if there's any, if you don't feel comfortable doing anything with that, um, with the international, there's definitely some local things going on here with like uh, helping. Man, well, my people yes. in Cincinnati, like, yep. let me start there. And uh, Cincinnati Area Senior Services, I serve on the board for that. And then St. Francis Serif Ministries, we run a soup kitchen. Um, and we actually even have a school right down off of uh, Liberty. Um, down OTR. Yes, I will. So I will send, send me all those you. links. Yeah, I will send it to you. Send me the links. Because I got motherfuckers that's yes. ready to pull up. Oh, absolutely. Nothing I will send you the links and all the information no, that, uh, that you would need if you know of, uh, I always tell people too, so like students, like seniors and stuff right now, 
Uh, I serve on the board at University of Cincinnati of Friends of Communication. So if they have questions about college or things like that, like I serve on a lot of boards, but it's for a good cause and it's good reasons. So I will give you all the information that you need, all of the links. And um, yeah, so Cincinnati misses you. So everyone in New York, you guys have gained a very valuable asset there. And yeah, so you guys should be honored that he's there because we miss him dearly. And don't get it twisted. We take flights if he needs us. So so act good. And there's no city that I will fight for. Right, right. Other than mine. Yes, yes. Cincinnati is a different different vibe. Like people say, like people in New York, like, oh, no. You ain't met your match till you done came through Cincinnati. So. Uh, nah, but it's crazy because I've been in New York and I'm seeing joints with the Cincinnati fitted cap. And then they probably I'm look like, like huh, that? huh, what? The Cincinnati red. The nerve. Yeah. So nice. I I miss you dearly, mm-hmm. and thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It know. it has been a long time coming. We will of need course, to also do course. this with Chantel at some point. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thought process. So we okay. don't have anything you know, but time and opportunity. I, I, I just yes, let's put so that let's together. It. I just let's know, like maybe two words in, oh, she's gonna tell me major. <laughs> Your schedule is a little I, more loose than mine. I will. I will. So I will definitely touch base with you, and I will touch base uh, with yeah. her as well, and see if we can get that work worked out. Yes, she's, she's how I met you. OG, she connected like, us. Yeah, my baby. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we. She was the OG. Yes. We always gotta connect the connectors. Like we can't. Yep. Cool beans. Let them be lost. But we're off the super cool, and I love you, you and I appreciate you. Um, and I want you to go and be great and flourish. I'm going to. Girl, and raise them girls drive me crazy. You hear me? Girls girls drive me crazy. But I, but I will. I, I'm doing my best, and it's, it, it is interesting being a mom because remember I told you I didn't have my mom so it's like I'm learning as I go because I didn't have this so it's kind of like trial and error <laughs> but so far I've done good no, so far it. I've done good no, I get yeah. it. shout out to There's my no oldest because she graduates here she's a senior but this... so mm. oh <laughs> shout out to Madison <laughs> Yeah, the seniors are in this joint. Get out of my mama's duel. Twenty twenty. She is. Hey, she, she waited. Look, she's like, move she, you since January. She's been quick. emailing randomly, emailing me or texting me apartment she's looking at. I'm like, slow down. <laughs> like, wait a minute. She 
ready to go and be on her own. Hey. But every every other day, I have she'll do something, and I'll be like, "And you want an apartment by yourself?" <laughs> like, girl, like, no. Mm-hmm. She got a boyfriend. No. Nope. All right, I'm gonna see no, because I feel like she might have a boyfriend. Not yet. All right, all right, all right. You know See, what? I'm gonna have to snap a couple of heads. Hey, if I just if I send the signal, just be ready. <laughs> right, I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm with that. <laughs> right. That signal is respected. Awesome. Love you too. And I'll all talk- right, sis. I no. love you. Yeah, I appreciate and respect I appreciate you most definitely. You and I respect you. Yeah, so let me know when this is all ready yeah. to go and uploaded, and I can tweet and share and comment and all those great things. I want to do it. We've had so many before you because, like I said before, this moment has been just really recognizing the people yeah, that and I, I appreciate, appreciate that I'm one of those people I'm very grateful because it's just interesting that you said it about me because I think the very exact same mm-hmm. about you yeah. Yay! So I'm going to put you in I'm going to put you in line. I'm going to let you know <laughs> period love right. you too I'll talk to you later Peace. love you boo mm-mm Bye-bye. Double kiss. Are you there, my love? I am here. How are you? I'm doing well. So let's start out with our introduction. What's up, family? It's Jackie. And Sin. And you are now on the stoop with Coop. (laughs) 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 Woohoo! So I'm glad to have you. This has been a long time coming. Yes, it is. I feel like it is well overdue Yes, for yes. us to do this. And I was actually planning to come out and surprise you in hopes to have been able to do this this weekend. But, you know, with everything that's going on, uh, um, you know. Here we, are. here we are in this moment. You know what? But we made it happen, okay? Hey, but I guess the surprise is on you because I text you tonight, like, um, you want to <laughs> you want to get down? For and you, then, I'm always like, I just need the time and the place, okay? <laughs> you know, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And there's one surprise that I have for you that I didn't tell you about. I mean, it's not a surprise, but um, I've been doing these podcasts. You know, while at home, you know, quarantined and or let me say self-quarantined because, you know, people start making stuff up. Yes. Um, that I've been having these conversations with the people that I hold near and dear who have been a part of my life in mm-hmm. whatever part of my life that have left an impact. And not oh. only left the impact, but I still stay in contact with. And you well, have to be one of those people. You make the cut. Baby, thank you. Because that should just be flipped in reverse. Because 
Honey, you came in my life at a very critical and dire time. <laughs> my face was having a pandemic, okay? <laughs> and you came through for me. And it was just, you was just genuine and honest. And, you know, helped me through that. It was like a monstrosity of a time. And then, like, you did my makeup a few times. Um mm-hmm. For my, you know, for big moments in my life, like one was for my huge birthday bash, mm-hmm. um, where we had like Kristen Carter and Frankie, which is Keisha Cole's mom, was here, and mm-hmm. oh, um, so many other in, uh, celebrities came. So that was a huge event, and then you did it too for my baby shower. Oh, and her name is Aubrey. Yes, Aubrey. Yes, 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 yes. So Miss yes. Aubrey, she was connected with me for life because I knew her before she knew herself yes (laughs) you did and guess what she'll be eight this year and just think at that time she was in my belly (laughs) wow so we've been rocking for a long time a long time isn't that crazy and I think of I had my best friends on one of the podcasts prior and we talked about, or maybe it was another episode. I don't know, girl. I've been doing so many episodes, and it's been so <laughs> fun and therapeutic for me. Uh, but we talked about sustaining relationships. Yes. That's such a great, great, great deal in my life. Because when I meet people, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that... It's purposeful. Yeah, and I kind of categorize people. Yes. I categorize them because some people want to jump on the bandwagon and they want to do whatever mm-hmm. they want And that's also a part of the reason that I don't broadcast a lot of what I have going on. Or, And I'm sure you can relate the same. Oh, for sure. For sure. I sort them out too. There's friends, family, associates, and acquaintances, and you need to sort them out because... Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't that boo, you know. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I'm a firm believer in that. Sort them out now. Yeah. So, and that's funny because that kind of segues us into the word of the day. Yes, the word of the day. Which is, so I'm battling with myself. There's the northerner in me, and there's a southern in me. That says pecan is the southern in me. Just much like pecan versus pecan. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing like pecan and pecan. <laughs> so pecan or pecans, you know, whatever your dialect is and wherever you're from, you're going to pronounce it differently. But Correct. the one thing that will not change is the definition. I mean, well, it might, because the word nigger actually changed. I remember looking that word up back in the day and it was defined as a person that was lazy and shiftless it had no ethnicity no culture no religion nothing attached to it Mm -hmm. if you look it up now the definition has changed to a person of color so that's another who booked that saying webster that's fucking webster okay we're gonna have to find webster (laughs) miriam webster yeah, we how do we start off a person and then we 
you know what? Let me just stick to this word of the day. You know what? I, I conversation because Karen and we- Webster Webster is a but can't right. can't. You know so, what I meant. Can't, <laughs> which let's just give the spelling and you pronounce it how you uh, pronounce it in your particular dialects. Uh, but can't and I say that so easy it rolls off my tongue. P e c c a n t which can be defined as guilty of moral offense, violating a principle or rule. All right. So, we so my sentence was accurate. Webster is a uh, pecant. Okay. <laughs> That's right. crazy. So we're going to stick with pecant. Yeah, stick let's stick that. with that. I like the way that sounds. Mm-hmm. It rolls off real, 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 real It does. Real. It does. That is very interesting. I do like that word, though. I'm going to try to incorporate that into my daily vocab now. Yeah, and see how that know, works. These vocabulary words that I learn almost on a daily, and I won't hold you. I don't check them on a daily. Uh-huh. I might go on a binge and I start listening because there's a podcast that Miriam Webster has that gives you the word of the day. So I might just binge listen to words. And then certain words stick, certain don't. But mm-hmm. then I have my stuff written down as well. You know, each podcast has its own separate page in my little, uh, what do they call these things? The composition notebook. Right. So then I go back and I look from time to time like, oh, well, I'll forget about that word. Like some words stick and some Right. So then I go back like, you know what? Let me revisit this word. So that's been pretty fun. But anyway. You might have to check that out. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Like it keeps that brain activity at an all-time high. Yes. And especially in these times of peril. You know what, baby, listen. (laughs) Just sometimes scrolling my timeline these days on social media, it's like, oof. It's like, are you stupid or are you? Yes, it's like, like okay, you know what I'm saying? Because I used to always wonder, like, what's the difference? You know, you got the straight A students in the regular class, and then you got straight A students and the double A class, and then you got straight A students in the AP classes. Mm-hmm. I'm really starting to find out what the differences are. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. what? Like, all straight A's ain't the same straight A's. Let's yeah. just say that. Because you can sit down and be vigilant about something, and then also we just kind of have that kind of innate a uh, bit of intelligence yes. that you can slide through. Yes. Well, I don't know, but I think a lot of parents are discovering either their child has been a problem or their child has not been the problem when it comes to the teacher. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. As well as um, their efforts with their work mm-hmm. and really getting a realization, hopefully still still too getting a realization as to um where they can actually help and boost their kids 
um, academic achievements. But I can also say, too, a struggle is is really seeing, too, what is being taught at school. Because it's very, beforehand, you never seen the teacher's license plans, but kind of now you see them. And it's like, what is this? <laughs> like, Do you rewrite the plan? Um, I don't rewrite it, but I have to tailor it in a way where I kind of make it fun, where, especially for Aubrey, to where it's like, She's learning, but she really don't know. And I, I be extra. I do. Like they have these little links with these videos, and they have these cheesy songs. But you know, I'm, I'm. To me, it's like, oh, it's, it's. You know, we turning up like this, like this club music. I just hype it up and get her so into it that mm-hmm. then when she goes to answer the questions at the end, she's like, boom, getting them all right. You know what I mean? And then I still try to use it for the, you know. In our daily things, like if we're doing about shapes and stuff, mm-hmm. like octagon and anagon and decagon and all that type of stuff, and I just point stuff out and just say, "How many sides is that? What is that?" You know, just whatever her lessons are for the for that week. And that's almost I, fun I, I as an adult because how many sides are there? Like, let me see. Um, a decagon is ten, and anagon mm-hmm. is nine, octagon is eight. Heptagon mm-hmm. is seven, hexagon is six, and then there's a pentagon, which is five, and then there is, let's see, a triangle, and then there is a, what's four? Oh, wait, did we say octagon? That's eight, right? Yes, and then nanagon is nine, and decagon is ten. That's like a whole other language. You know what? I know, right? But there's like there have these really creative um, songs and things that they have. I mean, I I'm, again, they're really cheesy. But I'm just that parent where uh, it's like, oh, we turning up. Like I made her turn it up loud, and we were dancing to it. And you know, That's and so I was just fun. singing along with her because it was so. not cheesy to her. It was cheesy to you as a grown woman. Correct. But to her, it was like, oh, we had a whole moment. Like, we turned up. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. And, like, how did that make you feel as a parent? I, it made me feel good. It made me feel real good, you know, um, to be able to put that little spin on it and put that animation into it. Because it's like, I like to, you got to think, normally I'm at work, mm-hmm. so I'm not really getting to have that connection through academics like that now and then too mm-hmm. like their homework isn't traditional homework you know like how we did you get your mm-hmm. book and stuff you bring it home and do your work it's not like that anymore you it's real simple stuff there are no books everything is based off of what they did in class and it's like it's kind of hard sometimes too to even help with the work because you don't know what they did in class you don't see that part so for me now to be able to put that spin on it, yeah, and to just be the teacher and do the lesson how I want to, and then too I try to make it fun so because I, I know she'll remember it. Aubrey right, has a really right, good right, memory, right. you know what I mean. So even though, like I said, like you said, the song was cheesy to me, the fact that we were singing the song and we made it so animated and was jamming to it, I'm pretty sure she's gonna remember that song. <laughs> 
And you know what you else know I think is going to create? You know our parents used to say, you better learn that work like you know them songs, you know? Hey. <laughs> and that's a word. And that's what I'd go for. <laughs> it's a word. Yes. But I think this moment is going to create um, a different way that we all learn and that we all teach. Yes. Uh, when it comes, to, and I'm going to speak specifically to parents, teachers, and children. Um, because the parents now get that extra, extra, extra scope. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is what's been going on. Right. And so this is working for my child where this isn't working for my child. And let's tailor that so that my child can now understand and receive this bit of information. And I love that. This this whole thing is about to change a lot. And when people talk about going back to normal. There is no normal. And I've said that. There is. There, like what we used to be, we will never go back to that. That's that is no longer the norm. There's a new norm now. Um, So, but then I also think about it, not to cut you off, but I also think about it in the uh, thought process of The Walking Dead. Do you watch The Walking Dead? I do. Okay, let me hear what you say from that because I reference that a lot when I talk about what's going on now. So, go ahead. So when we talk about the walkers and then they thought for that moment that the walkers had evolved then realizing that it was just some regular human being mm-hmm. with a walker's head. And you know they mm-hmm. splashed a little blood on their body all that. But then when we think about how um, let me choose my words wisely. How they think about there's that person that's very optimistic and I'm a very optimistic person mm-hmm. and I want to see the best. Now we're not going to go too far because I'm on season nine and some change. Okay. So don't spoil nothing for me. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> and I'm going to try not to spoil anything for anybody else that may be listening. Um, but there was that bit of um, the walkers with the fake heads. And then the they whisperers? captured that young lady. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that what they call them? Yeah, the whisperers. Mm-hmm. Okay, I missed that. Um, but the way they operate, and it's like, it's got me scratching my head. Like, okay. So you really got to be do diligence. Do your due diligence. Mm-hmm. And really calculating everything and everyone that is happening and growing around you. Mm-hmm. Because you never know what's about to pop off. No. You never know. And so that whole episode, and I'm sure I'm going to binge in that shit tonight. Okay. I'm sure I'm going to do that. But the shit has been real. Yeah. And it's just like you have the two realms, like where you have the people who are trying to continue that normalcy um, Mm -hmm. as if this isn't going on right now, but it is, but they're still trying to maintain the norm. A bit of hope. Whereas the whisperers, they're like, this is the new norm now. This is how you have to adapt. You have to adjust and you, you got to move with them 
or you're gonna become it's one. Scary, of them. like you know what, what do you want to do? Like, that's... what would you do? You know, what? I'll, I'll tell you probably, what I would do. I would probably, I would be Negan and play both sides of the fence because <laughs> that's clearly <laughs> what he's doing. <laughs> I would use each one to my benefit. I would try to maintain. The some of the old norms because you know that's what I knew that was my upbringing culture to make it as seamless as possible. But at the same time too, if I gotta go out and find stuff, oh, throw me my mask, you know, just like you know, like it's a bag, like throw me my mask. I gotta go out and I'm gonna be able to adapt and move so I can move safely. But when I come back okay. in, I'm gonna take it off and hang it on the hook behind the door and mm-hmm. go about my business. So I probably would play both sides. And but at the same time, too, they say the you know our our age bracket mm-hmm. can do that. You know what I'm saying? We're that age bracket where it's like we're on both ends of the spectrum. Like you know what I mean? Like you either have we kind of started this shit, huh? We low-key started this shit. Yeah. So it's like... I don't know. I feel like I would have fucking killed Negan a long time ago. Like... Because he was so problematic. Like, like he had some great ways about himself. But then he had some... When he killed my boy Glenn... You know what? Yes. He had to go. I felt some type of way. Yes. I felt some type of way. Yeah. Yeah. So at that point... But then when he came back to his little compound and it was literally nobody there. Yeah. Literally nobody. And it's you. And I felt like he started to have kind of a heart. Because I felt like little Miss Baby Girl could have killed him a long time ago. Yeah, Judith. Yeah. Miss Judith Girl. Yeah. And I want to fight all them young people. Yes. And I think that's what we're dealing with now mm-hmm. is everybody is, or the that Gen Z, they're so optimistic. And I don't blame them. And I won't fault you, but let us older people educate you just a little bit. Just a snidge. Just, just a little just bit. A you know, just yeah. a snitch. <laughs> and it's so funny how that is like so relatable to date. It is. And that's uh, so that's why when you said that, I was like, you know what? I honestly am taken back because you're the only other person who's ever referenced that to what's going on um, right now. And I think that's no, kind of also. Uh, another thing that I say kind of like segues us into, you know, our next topic, which is real stories and real people. Uh, Let's go. And what that is, is we're talking about people who don't believe that the coronavirus is real. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I have to take a deep sigh. Yes. Yes. A and deep, I, a deep sigh. I the care here's my thought. I'll tell you my thoughts on it. And and again, and sorry people, you know, it ties back into the Walking Dead. I was like, you know, in the Walking Dead, how at first they were like, Oh, you only turn if you're bitten, right? If you get bitten. And then came to find out um where when Carl killed Shane, 
And then he turned into mm-hmm. a walker. He's like, what? He didn't get bit. And then they found out, like, it's already in you. It's already yeah. in you. So that's my thoughts. I was like, you know, I feel like the coronavirus is kind of like, you know, I don't look at it any, me personally, I don't look at it any different from like swine flu, West Nile virus. What else did we have? Zika. Yeah, H1N1. Uh, Spanish flu. Yeah, all of that stuff. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm like, I feel like we all already have it, but there's something else mm-hmm. that's triggering it. And some people mm-hmm. have just bad reactions to it, and some people don't. Mm-hmm. Those, that, but at the very end of the day, oh, it is real. It is very real. Uh, 100%. Yeah, so... 100%. So, and it really starts to boil down to immune systems. Yes. Um, because there was a person that I heard speak today, not based on science, because that's my thing. I've been like more or less listening to the science-based theories, and you know whether I agree with it or debunk it, or you know I'm more science-based versus media-based. Correct. Um, so it's, it's been kind of trippy. It's been a trippy and it, like, is it, it's real. It is like, real. It's and if, and if you don't feel like Corona is real, whatever is happening is real. Yes. So if you don't, if you don't want to label it as Corona or COVID-19 or whatever, no, it's happening. Yes. Like people are dying oh, and yeah. people are suffering. And I have a homegirl that's up here that's dealing with this shit. Ooh. I have a homegirl and I haven't told this story. And I want to speak to her and I want her to tell her story. But I'm going to just give the cliff notes. Okay. So one of my homegirls was up here from Cincinnati, much like you would. Right. You know, my homeboys, my homegirls come from a city, like, that I really rock with. Like, I want to see y'all. I want to hug y'all. Let's take some pictures. Let's have fun, drinks, food, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, one of my homegirls came up from Cincinnati, and, you know, we linked up. She came in, got some, you know, products and whatever. And she was saying, we need to hook up with so-and-so. I'm not going to disclose no names. We need to hook up with so-and-so. She's a chef. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, whatever. Like, she's super dope. So, you know, what's the vibe? So long story short, we all hooked up, and the chef didn't. Because she was feeling this way. She was feeling that way. Whatever. 